Back again, back again. This is You Get Podcast. Episode, uh, I'm not too sure. I think it's 108 still. 109. Uh, you guys probably can see, you know, I've got a guest with me today. <laughs> um, what's it called? Yeah, episode 109. Yeah, 109. Yeah. Um, what's it? Register. What's the register? He's on the register today. Well, obviously, you can hear me. It's Melly. Consistent as always. Always present. Always recording episodes, you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, got a special guest with me, I've got my boy. Um, you ain't know him, he's been on a couple of episodes in the past. <laughs> His name, uh, you want to introduce yourself, bro? If you're dumb, bro, do the register, man. Well, register, yeah, Melly's here, isn't it? Ed, Ed's here as huh? well. Ed, oh my days! I didn't even uh, recognize you, my guy. Well, I actually feel like a guest, you know. Yeah, bro. I actually feel like a guest. And for those that don't know, before we started this episode, I was like, oh, like, yeah, man, what topics that? Like, what do you want to talk about? What, where have you been in the abyss? My man just said, I, I ain't seen nothing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel like a guest. Like, I was waiting, I came on thinking, yeah, you lot are lined up for me ready. I'm going to sit here, just jump back in, innit? Yeah, you thought you have, oh, where's my drink? You thought you get a back massage. For, Did you get um, Don't know. <laughs> you got to work. You this actually work. Exactly. I've come to work. You got to earn your stripes back, man. I came back as a guest. But how, how you been, though? Bro, it's been a while, man. Don't think I've been on since episode 100, if I believe that's correct. Damn. Yeah, man. Do you know what I'm saying? People have been asking me, Ed, where you been? Are you coming back? Yeah, so answer the answer. Where have you been? Was It was a, we want to know. So it wasn't jail time, innit? It wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. Just that. <laughs> no way. Okay. No, life's been laughing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Life's been laughing. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's the best way to put it. Life has been laughing. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. 100 episodes and then life just punched you up huh one bang quick i didn't see it coming okay, okay. but um no nah, um to be honest when people do ask me i just say you know what? i need to take a break i think that's the hard bit sometimes especially when you love what you do or you enjoy it, is that you have to understand that there's moments in life you have to take a step back mm. and focus on yourself i think even yourself you were telling me ed you know what don't worry about the pods yeah focus on what you gotta focus on because even going up to episode 100 um we were we were doing more of consistency, but it was becoming harder and harder. A lot of things yeah. were going on. So even that break of episode 100 was needed. Yeah. But when it was time to come back, I still needed the time. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically where we're at right now. I can see we're living a full cast today. Everyone's, life is really laughing right now. No, annual leave. We've got, we've got some people away, you know, like I got to talk to HR because people are taking breaks here, there, everywhere, but... Bro, people are entitled to 28 days holiday. So, <laughs> <laughs> Eve, we go for that. That's nine weeks, minimum. We, that, go, we come to work once a week, bro. Uh, That's come, nine come, days. Come, 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 come. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got enough for you know, what, 19? What is it, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so, what, 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 how's your week been? What have you been up to this week? Up to this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I've work and gym. Work and gym. That's been my main focus. Bro, we have to, have to address a few things. You okay. and Amma were chatting shit a few episodes ago, bro. Mm, well, okay, let's go back. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what are we, am I saying? What, I don't, what, so about, I'm just walking up and down my steps pretending I'm what, I don't remember that, bro. Bro, nah, I think... Um, are you going to watch on right now? Of course not. What, it says working out? What? <laughs> you <good>? bastard. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I think gym has been really good for me and therapeutic. It's got... Um, I'm very disciplined right now. Yeah. Uh, it's just got me in the routine of what I'm doing. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's doing it's going well for me to be honest. Um, yeah, I think you need some kind of routine in your life at times, and mm. 
Jim's really giving me that discipline at the moment. So I'm enjoying it. Um, what was the whole turn of like you saying, I want to do, I want to take my fitness seriously and whatnot? I think we've had this discussion before is that I've always been someone where I'm at least somewhat active. So before the lockdown, I was at least playing basketball every week, which you know, I'd organise every Sunday. Yeah. Due to lockdown, we lost our court, couldn't really book it as much as I used to. It's been mm-hmm. a lot of issues. So I became lazy. And then when I was going gym at one point, I've always had, I don't know, it's an excuse to be honest, but whenever I'm gymming, something happens and my routine's broken. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah whether yeah, or not it's yeah. work or yeah. lockdown or something. So even before the lockdown first happened, man was gymming regularly then. My gym actually got shut down. Yeah, your gym went bust. Went bust, yeah. So again, I've been back to just being a bum on the sofa. And with me, I'm the type of person where I can really stay indoors for five days straight and not care. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I leave the house because I need some shop, food shopping. I do call you caveman for a reason, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm out, people be like, oh, I need to go outside. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I feel yeah, like yeah. the max, I, spent, I almost stayed a week, maybe even almost two, just in the house. I didn't leave. Just, oh, wow. I had food, I had everything. I didn't need to leave. I didn't leave you that for two, three weeks. You know what I'm saying? No, two, <laughs> I think two might be excess, but basically at least a week. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I kept saying I was going to get back into it, get back into it, but I was. It's always getting back into it that I struggle with. Yeah. And then I think what I started doing was just walking. Okay. Walking. And then just like for one whole month, I'd walk. I was doing 1K, then I was doing 2K, then 5K, and I was just walking and walking. Oh. So it became a, um, a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a point where like now I don't drive to the gym, I walk to the gym. Um, okay. I only drive, I have to now. Like I walk to the shop. And I remember telling people that like, when you first get your car, you're always like, I'm not going to drive to the corner shop. And then you start driving to the corner shop. Bro, why mm. am I walking when I can literally get there in, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? You don't even figure, it's not even effort, it's more just time. Yeah, and it's like, you come at the house, the car's right there. Bang. After we literally walk past you. Yeah. But now I actually walk to the shop, like if I went to a shop, like the other week, I had to go to, you know when you go shop and you forget something, you got to come home and go back out. Mm. I'll walk both times. Mm. I won't drive. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So now like I walk to the shops, I walk to the gym, all that stuff. It became a habit. Yeah. So once I got into that um walking as a form of exercise, yeah. It's a light exercise. My boy yeah. was cussing me saying, I can't repeat actually what he said. Yeah. yeah. I can't repeat what he said. <laughs> I can't. Um but basically I was like, okay, now this is the catalyst for me to start going to the gym. Mm. Started gymming for a few weeks and then it came to a point where I was going after work and then I started doing Two times a week. Yeah, yeah So yeah. I go in the morning, just do my cardio, cycling, etc., etc. Go after work, usual weights and all that stuff. Oh. And then, yeah, so now I think I've been gymming for three months straight. Yeah. I'm my third month. And it's just um consistency and just finding my routine and just finding what works for me. So it's good right now, still. No falling off in a picture for you. Is it like, this is a new lifestyle? Or is it like, mm, you're playing it by ear? Right now, I'll say it's a new lifestyle. It's a lifestyle right now because I... I get irritated if I don't do anything. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Like I went to gym the other day and I only spent 20 minutes in there because my body was like, it's a myth today. It was a myth. Oh, okay. So, yeah. like, so I understood that. But when I came home, I was like, you know, I'm going to do a home workout. Cause I was itching. Like you wasted your session. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah, when yeah. I don't go to gym, have my rest days, I, I itch. I need to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm always trying to keep myself busy now. So yeah, it's just become routine. I think discipline, just finding a habit. So that's been good for me still. Okay. I'm saying, um, my week has been kind of been. I've been, you know, I feel like 
I've just been getting attacked. Um, hay fever. Hay fever done messed me up this week. And you know what's crazy? Because I've been abroad this year. Mm. Weather was hot. Weather wait, wait, let's pause there. That, this, that trip you went on, yeah? Bro, mm. <laughs> give more because you were living your best life. Yeah, so yeah, for my faith. So I went I went abroad and then... Um, abroad is, is very vast, bro. Where? I went to, somewhere 12 hours away. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so I said 12 hours away. <laughs> I don't want to be... Because I, I want it to be for me until the masses find out about the locations for me. But now I went. I went to the island Mauritius um, for my birthday. And then see the weather, everything was amazing, right? Mm. But I never had haver once. Like the heat, all of that, not once. And then it gets to like what twenty five degrees here. When I say I just mean it's just oh, you know, rubbing my eyes, scratching my eye. Like there was a point where I was like, I want to tear tear my eyeballs out. Um, so this week's just kind of been like I know when everyone's like, oh, it's a heat wave. I'm just like, oh shit, here we go again. Like it's just hay fever, staying in the house, restless nights, using a fan that doesn't really work because it's just blowing hot air at you. Yeah, it's been. Like, I heard it's gonna rain, mm. and I was happy. Yeah, that's right. I think I think like I don't, I don't know whatever else in the UK because maybe if you're the, like the the coast area like I don't know Brighton or Cornwall is a lot better Devon. But for me, I think London is perfect at 20 degrees. 20 degrees, 21 degrees, sunny. You're happy. Calm. That's perfect. A little bit of breeze. <laughs> but when it gets to 25 and all that uh, hay fever stuff, I got to get out of here. See, that's the why one reason I never cuss people with hay fever because I don't wish upon myself. That's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Like, you know what? Someone's like, ah, oh. I think my sister's asking, so what, is it like a cold? I was like, no, nah, it's nothing like that. I was like, you know when we used to grow up and you watch like, I don't know, um, the Superman cartoon show or whatever, and like someone will show him kryptonite. And then you'll be like, oh, come on, grow up, Superman. Like, it's just, it's just a green rock. And I'll start turning like, oh. And someone puts it in their pocket and he's calm. That's what I say hay fever is. That's what pollen is to hay fever sufferers. Well, calm... The moment there's pollen around us, that's when you start seeing us go, ah, ah, sneezing everywhere. As soon as the pollen's gone, we're back to normal. There's no way to describe it. All I can say is somebody wanted me dead. <laughs> Fill every room with pollen and lock me in there. Like, that's it. I, uh, bro, I can't imagine. I don't want it. I don't want it. Nah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want, to want, uh, want that. But speaking of um, trying to kill people, I know... Um, it was funny, I saw the reactions. Drake released a new album. Mm. Uh, mm. I think it's called Honestly Never Mind. Mm-hmm. Never mind indeed. Which I which I never mind indeed. So he dropped the album and uh I think it was like I think the day before he dropped and it says it's gonna drop at midnight. I'm cool either way, like it's not a rush to it's not a FOMO thing. I don't need to be the first one to hear the tracks. Mm. So I was like, ah, cool. Go to bed. I'll wake up to it. And then I'll play it during my morning routine, as you do. And I think the first track comes and he's singing. And I'm thinking, okay, calm. And in the, part, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, is this like Take Care Part 2? Like Take Care is a, like, one of my favourite albums. So I know you don't like when Drake sings. You just like it when he raps. But I'm thinking, calm. I then start to realise that this is this is our beef for music. And for those that are, I'm not yet, I say that this is our beef for music. I've never been our beef for <laughs> But it's one of those, it's dance house music. So I think a lot of people are kind of judging it by the parameters, which is hip hop rap. Yeah. And they generally feel like, oh, this is whack. This is this, this and that. 
For me personally, I've listened to the whole album. You know, I feel like he made he he called it that title for a reason. Honestly, never mind. Like it's calm. If you if you don't you know <laughs> no one's there, it's not for everyone. It's not for me. And that's cool. And I feel like it's not for me, man. Um, I, I feel like people need to get to the whole that critique of I see what it is. It's not for me, rather than this is uh this is one of, this is an amazing album. This album is trash. This album is oh this album is quote unquote mid. It's like sometimes you just listen to something like yeah this ain't for me because I'm saying if you don't if on your playlist if your playlist wasn't filled with like Swedish house mafia, David uh, David guitar whatever, yeah it's okay to say yeah dance dance, yeah, dance then, house music ain't for me bro. But then at the same time as this, um, you can still when people say it's not good it's their opinion. So when something's not for you, it's usually because you don't think it's good. You don't like it. For example, I'm not the biggest fan of rock music, but there's a couple of rock songs I might hear. I'm like, I like this. Yeah. yeah but yeah. more time I'm going to say it's not, I don't like this music. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it's not for me. I, it's not, I don't, I, the reason it's not for me because I don't like it. True. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. me, I, I, bro, as you know, I'm a fan of Drake in the sense that I like his music, but I've never been the biggest fan of all his albums. Mm. I prefer rapping Drake. I'm not really a fan of when Drake is singing, so it hits and miss for me. You're a hip hop rap fan first, a Drake fan second, basically. The genre precedes the artist, would you say? Like, if your favorite artist started doing a completely different genre that you're not into, you're not going to be like, ah, you know what, this album is sick. No, for me, it's just, um, if I like it, I like it. With Drake, per se, mm-hmm. he's always been certain, he makes great music. True. I can't take that away from me. He, yeah. he deserves the accolades. But for yeah. example, everyone loves the album Take Care. Yeah. That's not for me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And the reason, again, you know when you're in the chain between don't like and not for me, mm-hmm. it's because sometimes I can listen to stuff and say, I understand why Appreciate. people like it, mm-hmm. but it's not for me. That's when I say it's not for me. Okay. If I don't like it, I'm not going to say it's not for me. I'm just going to say, no. I don't, you don't, like I don't think it's good. Yeah. So with Drake's albums, for example, I think one of my favorites is probably, um, what's the one with the big tower? Um, views. It might be Views. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a, I, I really like Views. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it depends which ones. I, like for me, think um, the one with Future, I really like that. So it depends on what he does. Like I appreciate, but this one, yeah, like I said, I'm never in the rushes into Drake albums, but when it comes out, I'm gonna take it in. Yeah, I put it in. Had the first one, so I hope this doesn't carry on like this. <laughs> bro, bro, what's going on here? Yeah, and then the second soon came. I said, bro, what a one. Yeah, I think when I got to the third track, I said, yeah, I'm done with this. I turned it off. I said, I'm not listening to it anymore. I'm not going back to it. But I want to listen to the last track with 21 Savage. But Which is good. I'm not going back to this album again. And you know what, yeah? Like like, like the album says, honestly... Never, never mind. mind. I love what... Like, yeah. It's cool. It's ca- yeah, calm. I feel like I feel like he knew what he was doing. Well, of course he did. But I feel like he, he probably foresaw, okay, this is the reception I'm going to get. I'll be honest, I personally thought that... <laughs> what lie. If he was gonna do an album that was not hip hop rap, I thought he was gonna try to do um, "I'm a Piano." Why would he do that? You know what it was because I see it like this. You know how he done uh, "One Wish"? No, is it, what's the one with "One Dance" with Wizkid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's when Afrobeats went viral on that side of the pond. I'm thinking, okay, "I'm a Piano" is kicking off on this side, isn't it? It'll be mad, bro. "I'm a Piano" doesn't even have words like that, <laughs> bro. So what's he doing? But that's what I'm trying to say. He might have just been singing over it, and that would have, you know, that with with the Drake stimulus package. 
I'm not involved, man. Please, <laughs> I'm having this conversation. Okay, he could have made an Afrobeats thing. That would have been funny as hell. Nah, man. I think he sticks to what he does, man. But you know what? Everyone's entitled to try what they want to try. It's not exactly. Um, but again, if your hands, if your fans aren't appreciated, then you gotta understand that might be the case. Because you got a target audience. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like imagine you get started deciding to do. I don't know. I don't know. We start talking about next things that doesn't sit with our brand. Mm. Our listeners might say this is not why we log in. But some listeners may be like, "Are they actually good at when they talk about that?" Yeah, you, exactly. But then we can't be upset if the majority say we don't like it. True. Do you know what I'm saying? So, with that one, well, I've got nothing else to say. That one, we can keep that one stepping. The flight to Rwanda to deport the first uh, bunch of uh, asylum seekers, yeah. immigrants, did not take off. Yeah. Um, this was because I think the European Human Rights yep. Law Court they said, nah, 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 brother, this don't make no sense. Yeah. That flight can't take off. And even the people were like, oh, but Brexit. I think uh, during obviously the process of Brexit and yeah, Brexit has gone through, I feel we're still obligated for certain things to oblige by the human rights of the European Union, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why Brexit was a thing because they're like, why are we, why are we going to supersede our laws to the, the European Union? Yeah. Um, so the EU comes in clutch and was like, you can't, you can't deport based on what you're doing. And now we're in a kind of like a limbo where, I think Pretty Patel, and I don't want to misquote, but allegedly said that, you know, it's actually racist that we can't deport people to Rwanda. Now, I don't know what her context is there, but I do feel like I'm looking at it from a different perspective where I don't think it's the right thing. If somebody comes to your country for the sake of fleeing war or whatever, that you then send them somewhere else completely. I think that's mad. I just think that's mad principle. Mm. That's my that's my thing. I think that's a mad principle. You get me because I feel like that's why they've come to your place. If they want to go that way, they would have gone that way. If you don't want them in, then you don't want them in. It's whatever. But to then deport them to somewhere else with taxpayers' money, I think is brazy. You know, it's funny. Yeah, I don't actually agree with the law itself in the sense that I um I think we spoke about it before. How would you have spoken about it if you're never on the podcast before episode hundred? <laughs> <laughs> But I think we brought it up before when it first when it was first that deal was first um, when it first went through the um, House of Commons. I think we discussed it mm. in brief, and I wasn't for it. I thought it was a bit mad. Yeah. However, I wow. There's however, yeah. Huh? There's a there's a however here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, I about to say. I thought you were say we weren't recording. Oh, no. I was about to say I've got a hold. <laughs> yeah. Um. However, I understand the concept. Okay, break it down. Because you're saying um. If someone comes to my country, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying my country, I'm not talking about you, I'm just saying in general, like, brief, like, let's say I was in my own country, yeah. and you came here because you're fleeing from war, and I don't want you here. Why can't I send you away? I don't want you here. I don't need to be my problem. Mm-hmm. From that point, that standpoint, I understand. I don't want the responsibility. I don't, we don't want you in here. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? However, the way they're going about it is in the sense that they've come here, and now we're saying, we're going to ship you somewhere else and make you someone else's responsibility and you have no choice it's a bit crazy mm. do you get what i'm trying to say so i can see both sides okay do you know what i'm trying to say i just feel like there's a lot of human rights um issues when it comes to it because you sent to another country how you how do you know they're going to look after them well what's the context behind it what's the deal like it's a bit mad and they didn't go to that country in the first place they came here so why are you sending them there mm. are they safe there there's so many things you got you got to think about 
But at the same time, I can understand not wanting the responsibility of looking after those that aren't originally from your, that aren't your responsibility in essence. I hear that, but then, then you can't, you can't have a system where you, asylum seekers can seek asylum. That's the whole point. This country has an, a process where asylum seekers can seek asylum. And then you have a complete different case, which is Russian invasion of Ukraine. And there was a whole thing of taking Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian families and we're going to pay you. But yeah. Now, but now, under some different cloak and dagger, it's a diff- different, complete rule set for different forms of asylum seekers who are also fleeing war or etc. No, it's crazy. They're, they're picking and choosing which ones that they um, are happy with or it suits their agenda or whatever it is. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying that is brazen. That's what I'm saying. In, in general, the whole law itself, I don't agree with it. Okay. But I understand not wanting to be responsible for people that aren't your responsibility in essence. But for me, it would be this case of if they were to come here, then you've got to go through the due process and it's whether you accept their asylum or you reject it. It shouldn't be, okay, we're going to accept you then ship you off. Mm. You can't do that. That's a bit mad. So either you accept or you don't. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I was surprised I haven't actually read too much into it but I was surprised when I first saw that um, European human rights um, actually came to place because one thing I always say I never believed originally we were ever going to leave the EU because I knew how um, important um, European um, law and all that stuff was to the UK but I understood why the UK wanted to leave and they tried to use different reasoning agendas as to why but the truth was I always believed that it's because they didn't want, they wanted their uh, parliamentary sovereignty back. And yeah. Going to bear to well, the says goes, basically. Yeah. Um, but with the EU, they could supersede in some yeah. laws. And I think that's the guys they really wanted to come un- out of, but they used other forms of propaganda to force the British public in the whole to vote to leave. Yeah. So when I saw that the law, um, the EU was still able to intervene and do that, I was, I could say pleasantly surprised, but surprised. Mm. Obviously, I don't know. Um, bruv, I haven't studied law in years. I don't yeah. know the legalities and all that stuff. But I was surprised they were able to intervene as they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but obviously that that goes to show that, and I don't think they'll be able to do that for for much longer. As you know, we get more and more separation time from Brexit. Obviously, um, I was going to look at the, at the other side. If I was Rwandan, I think I feel a way that. Because in saying that, oh, you shouldn't be sending them to Rwanda, is true. It's like, I could feel a way that, what are you saying about Rwanda? Do you know what I mean? Like, would this, would, would, would there, would there be this much outrage if they were being sent to Canada? That's a good point. That is a good point. That's, that's, that's my thing. And I'm not close enough to Rwanda to understand, obviously I understand like, you know, the film. But you see, the, sorry to cut you, but the issue with that is, it's a big jump. Because you can only assume they're saying it's because it's Rwanda. I'm not saying that. It's no, I'm saying saying you can assume If that. I'm from Rwanda, I'll feel like... But then it could it could also be they just feel like it's wrong for you to send them, ship them off somewhere else they didn't travel to in the first place. True. So it's a bit... To of go course, down you, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to judge people saying that's the reason, but I'm just saying if I was Rwandan and the whole world is basically saying, oh, yeah, you send it to Rwanda, and then you've got journalists saying that, you know, human rights in Rwanda, and basically there's like a... No one spoke about this. Is the most time I've said the country Rwanda in the last three months than I've ever said in my life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Before that, Rwanda was just a sponsor on the Arsenal state at the Arsenal Stadium that you'll see visit Rwanda or 
the film with Don Cheadle, um, Hotel Rwanda, right? About the genocide, the war. Civil war. I ain't seen that, bro. Yeah. So yeah. So um, I can't imagine if your boots on the ground that you're like, yo, shit, like we we look after these people. Like he's got the best intentions, but again, you don't want to blur the lines between by people criticizing the deal. That are they criticizing Rwanda as you know lower than? If they'll say, oh, we're sending these people to, to Iceland or to Canada or to, you know, another nation that you deem to have national health care, etc., Sweden, Norway, would it be a thing where people are like, what the fuck? This is wrong, man. It's possible. It's possible, but we don't know. My feeling is, if that was the case and they're being sent to Canada or Norway or somewhere that you, have a feeling on the Netherlands that you had a feeling of, oh yeah, this is a proper good institution. There wouldn't be that much. I would, I would tend to agree. I'll lean towards that side as well. But I can completely understand people that probably are much closer to the Rwanda situation are like, no, nah, no, nah, things are not great over there or there are certain issues. And again, you're sending people that are would be foreign here to a completely different continent. It's breezy. It is a <laughs> It's breezy. It's crazy. And then you you get processed there and it's like, okay, you gotta make your life in Rwanda now. Yeah, it's crazy. Because you don't that's not what you ate. That's, that's what not you what you that's not what some people that travelled in boats and many died or lost relatives crossing the sea. You go through all of that. That's how bad firstly, that's how bad your country is. You go through all of that. You nearly died getting here. Only to be told, yeah, you're you're getting sent to Rwanda. <laughs> Ten degrees hotter. Yeah, in Central Africa, and yeah, I'm just like, and there's there's arguments that oh it'll put people off for human trafficking. I'm just like, yo, this econ- the economy is already tight, and you want us to spend, you want us to do like flights to Rwanda, like come on, and then you got you're paying Rwanda what I think the deal is in total 125 million. I wouldn't know the exact amount. So yeah. But there's, they're benefiting somehow. What, Rwanda or the UK? Rwanda. Yeah, yeah, 100%. This is this is not, from, it's, it's a business deal. It's all a transaction. 100%. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, I'm interested to see, okay, what's going to happen now? Because obviously, Boris and Pretty Patel, uh, they're not going to, they're not, not going to take this line down, are they? Like, that's for sure, for sure. Uh, bro, I'm surprised Boris survived the thing, so, you know, I don't know, they might get Boris the way. Boris is Teflon done, bro. He's the only way he's going to get out is if I can't even say if he does it to himself. He just it's this way. I've already said it in the last episode. I was talking to Spree about it. He has to oust himself. He has to say, "I don't do this anymore." We have to just wait until the end. Like, well, it's funny enough. I'm actually happy he stayed in. Why? The reason I'm happy he stayed in is because I feel like he's going to show more, shot more of himself by being in power. And I felt like, and I feel like, with the election coming up, I think the Conservatives actually have more chance of staying in if they were able to replace him. Mm. I think they've messed up a lot, but I think if they was able to put a different face to it, and with the time left, they can do some kind of rebranding where they might have a chance to stay in power. Um, I think with keeping Boris in charge, in charge, I think it's, it's less likely. I think sometimes I feel like people are more associated to the face than the actual party. Yeah, 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 yeah. So seeing that Boris is more in charge still, and I think now that he's won this vote, they can't, uh, they can't do another um, 
vote of no confidence yeah, yeah, yeah. to next election. So I feel like him actually being in power gives more of a chance of conservatives being out. So for me, I actually wanted this. Okay. Do you so know what I'm saying? Basically, it's kind of like pick your poison. Either you got voted out or you got more years of that particular government. Because you get rid of him, you haven't won nothing. This no. Because the same, same people, go- yeah. it's the same government, the same people yeah. that put him in power. Exactly. So it's just going to be a different branding. And then for people that are less attuned and like, oh, I'll, I'll still vote for conservatives because it's not Boris anymore. Yeah. Now you're probably saying that going into the next general election, people are going to look at it like, well, I'm not voting for that party because Boris is in charge. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I actually want him saying So when I saw the, um, so I was I was happy. I definitely think you're overestimating the UK population, my guy. Why? Already, um, we saw in the last election, which is, um, what was it? Um, local months. elections. Yeah. Um, Labour took a lot of the um, seats. seats. But also, um, one thing I feared was that, um, obviously, so far away, and there's a lot of things to happen that can still occur. Um, I think that it could end up being a split with Lib Dem. I feel like they're still lacking yeah, yeah, some areas. Yeah, yeah. So again, I feel like Boris is actually a big reason why a lot of people are leaving. They want him gone. I hear that, but bro. So for me, I feel like the longer he stays in, the more reason people are less likely to vote for the Conservatives. So I'm not saying it's guaranteed, mm. but for me, I feel like it's more of a choice. It's more of a chance. So I, I actually wanted this. Okay. Be careful what you wish for. What, what, what more can you do? <laughs> bro on the level what more can he do you know what is yeah because think about this first of all you've lost the confidence of a, a, lot, a large number of your party people in the co- that you already have already looking bad in the um, public eye of um, public perception mm-hmm. yeah you can still cause more trouble but you ain't you ain't got the same amount of power of people behind you now you've got to be more cautious and all that stuff so he's really made a mess yeah I don't think he's going to make any much difference I don't think whoever they chose to replace him was going to make that much of a difference. So mm. I'd rather you stay there and it help also people to leave, vote to leave. Again, it might not work out that way, but that's that was my way of thinking. Okay. Brother, I hope that's the case. But for me, it's like when you say stuff like, how much worse can it get? Like literally the other day, there was a protest um, in central London about the cost of living. Nah, yeah. We don't need to go to deep everyone's feeling a squeeze of the economy economy is tight economy is tight um, but yeah there was a protest of the cost of living um, and obviously for me personally obviously like you know you look at the stock market you even look at uh, crypto whatever like every, let's every, not mention crypto right now everything, everything's everything's down on it obviously um, and then you have inflation that's going up um, so really like who's making money and you know everyone can have a smart answer oh trustees and land if you own land i hear that i hear that Good. but i'm just saying the general retail investor etc etc everyone's pretty much down you know yeah you put your finger ISA stocks right now tell you look now yeah i'm down oh <laughs> uh, so that's what brought you back to the pod okay <laughs> so yeah so you had the bit you had um you had like economic squeeze etc etc um, so there was a protest the cost of living people are like basically saying you know this is bullshit man this is brazy like you got inflation in the in the grocery stores you have shrinkflation which is maybe things are the same price but in smaller packages like the other day I was in my grocery shopping right and you know me I like, I like, I like the butter margarine I use is Lurpak you know, obviously man loves that 
you know, one of these floor people, he's low pack. And I was walking past, I'm like, I see he's like nearly six pounds. I said, huh? I don't love toast that much. You know what's mad, yeah? I don't love toast. So obviously, I, I've mentioned already, I started gym now. Yeah. As I'm being more serious, I'm actually weighing my foods, all the stuff. Oh, cool, I'm actually cool. more conscious of it. Mm-hmm. So part of what I'm doing now is I'm trying to bulk, all that stuff. Yeah, eating more. yeah, yeah. I chose the wrong time, bro. Food's expensive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to eat more. And See, yeah, exactly. Huh? Even the cost of living, eating huh? more is like, eesh. Go and buy chicken, um, was it chicken breast? <laughs> You'll find alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Alternative chicken. Bro, the prices are brazy. Every time I go up, it looks like this. it's more expensive than the last time. You know what is it? Because it is. It is. That, that's just facts. And it's even one of, one of the reasons I'm actually happy I'm walking around because petrol's dumb. So those trips I'm, I'm now not using my car for, I thank God. Okay, so I was going to ask, with the cost of living, obviously the protest other day in central London about the, the cost of living what have you done differently like in real terms the cost of living what have you done differently because I haven't seen my I haven't seen uh, Q2's gas electric bill yet <laughs> so <laughs> I ain't seen it yet so you're, you're talking to a version of me that doesn't actually and I unplugged my uh, my, my reader because something happened to it it was like, moving crazy my reader's turned this way now <laughs> So I turn off my reader. So basically, I'm just living life in it. You get me? I'm just living. You life. can't look at it. It's depressing. Oh, so okay. So I'm even doing something for my mental. Then cool. But in, in what real ways have you been like? I cut that. Like I'm doing different. I'm moving differently. What's crazy is I don't know. I can only speak for myself. Is that prior to how things have gone? Because a lot of things have been fucked up during the COVID, um, mm-hmm. the lockdown, everything. Yeah. So. My circumstances had changed from, I say halfway through COVID. Yeah, like I got, to, I, I think I've mentioned the pub before. I got maybe done at one point, yeah, got a new yeah, job, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So already, I was really thinking of ways to cut down on costs and everything. Yeah. So, um, like myself already, one thing I do is always limit it. Um, my direct debits. I don't need to spend. I don't need to. Not everything needs to be direct debit. Okay. I hate having a number of direct debits. Mm-hmm. I try to reduce the amount of direct debits and. For big things, I had to pay it off in the year and leave it. For example, my car insurance. Okay. I pay it off for the year. That's coming up. God okay. help me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but even stuff like that, sometimes it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. by much, but you might, like, I understand it's easier to pay monthly. Yeah. We could be saying like a few hundred quid, stuff yeah, like that. So yeah, yeah. add this stuff prior to that to reduce my outgoings. Yeah. That was number one. Number two, I think you can only just adjust to your circumstances. So for myself, for example, when it was winter, heating. Mm-hmm. Um, you still need to use heat. I, I, I'm not one of those people that says just wear more clothes. I'm not, you were one of them people mm-hmm. putting jumper in you your freezer. Bro, we have to beat up, man. <laughs> Whereas myself, I'll be like, you know what? Um, I was sensible with how I used my heating before mm-hmm. and I just monitor it more. So like, turn it off for 10, 10 minutes, turn it off, the house is a bit warm. Yeah, can you survive? Yeah, 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 it's cool. cold. Yo, yo, it's... T- t- you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just being honest. Mm. So example, um, if I need to give money to someone or something like that, I'll be like, I haven't got it now. Yeah, I can't do this right yeah, now. Yeah. I can't do this at this time. I think the hardest part when it comes to managing your money is being honest when mm. others are involved. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for example, um, myself, 
Usually, I like to help my mum out when I can and that stuff. My mum, but my mum's great. She's always understanding. And stuff. My mum's one of the people that even if she don't have, she wants to give me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But they don't work like that. Yeah, yeah. But for example, like, so when, like, I'll usually give my mum money in this circumstance or this circumstance, I might be like, I can't do it right now. She's like, yeah, that's cool when you can. Mm, do you know what mm, I'm saying? Mm. So I think it's just being honest with yourself, knowing the economy is not the same and adjusting to it. I think the biggest mistake is people are honest with themselves and still acting like things are the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, you know what is? I completely get it. I think for me, the real change in lifestyle customer is like, I'd probably say is driving. Yeah. I think uh, I'm not so keen to do like pleasantries. Like, oh, oh there's, there's a thing in North London. You want to come? A barbecue? I'm like, no, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's real. Like, oh, it's facts. You want to come all the way to West London for, you know, a friend of a friend's faith? Yeah. I'm cool. It's like, I can see that I could pick and choose my journeys. Like, even you got that whole thing in my home thing in my mind is like, yo, my petrol ain't lasting the same. But I think it's just a case of, you know, when it was cheaper, you're more likely to go bang, like you're just more used to it. But when you're seeing it, like, oh, so every time I'm going to the, I'm doing a full tank, this shit is actually here. Yeah, I don't like, I thought twice about coming today once. Uh, <laughs> I, I topped up yesterday. I went to one place. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was driving today, I said, yo. But again, it goes back to being honest. Mm. Like, honest with the pod, I was like, when we were talking about locations, we've moved locations quite a few times yeah, the last yeah, two years yeah, since lockdown. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, the petrol ain't the same no more. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it can't be. True, true, true. You just have to be honest, but it's hard because I feel like at the same time, people's mentals, in the sense that Explain. you want to go out. You, you don't want to be at home all the time. Because mm. I went through a period where I, I didn't want to leave my house. There's now like, I wouldn't be around people, getting that stuff. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. like, I don't want to stay in, but you got to feel like, So that balance is needed, but it can be difficult. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. When, when you. when you put it that way, and it's a sense of like, the balance because you do like I think I think I went through my hermit stage where I was yeah. like, I'm 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 comfortable with it. Like if you wanna come to my house, cool, but um, but I think and we we kind of touched on it, me and Spree last week about the balance of and now I get to appreciate all jokes aside, oh anti soft life, whatever. I understand why there's actually a like a push of nah, you should soft life. I get why it's more popular to say it more. Yeah, I'm a weird argument about that. You had an argument. You mean not argument? I, I didn't agree with you. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. because I think I think my 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 thing is just in regards to I actually get it. It's like when life is as hard as it is, you need some softening. Yeah, you need to soft. And then my whole perspective was like I was just taking it literal. Like oh come on man, like got grind. Da, da, da. But I'm like every day's a grind for everyone. Yeah, this is why they're like nah when they're on holiday or this is soft life etc cetera, etc. Cetera. To kind of recharge them because the grind. I think so. I think there's this, like someone said it before. Like sometimes pressure makes diamonds, isn't it? But mm-hmm. sometimes it grinds stuff to dust. Yep, facts. You know what I mean? So it's not for everyone. It's not for it, that that constant pressure, especially financial pressure, is it can impact your mental because it can impact like, your self esteem. Mm-hmm. Things you could do for yourself, things you could do for other people, and sometimes it's a it's a keen reminder to be like, you know what. Like life's gonna get better. I understand why. Well, this is why I'm working as hard as I'm working. Because one day, hopefully, this can be just life, not just soft life, but just life. Yeah, in general.
Happy Father's Day to everyone that's listening. Happy Father's Day still. With like the cost of living and etc. etc. Yeah. Has has that filtered through to your long term plans? It's funny enough, I was about to say, let me do old school topic, and that's actually gonna be one of my topics. Okay, go ahead. So obviously when I've come on the pods, I said You wanna be a dad, you wanna pump someone full of poison. <laughs> Guy, you help. No, I was gonna say that. Obviously, I was talking about how I need to take a break mm-hmm. to readjust and think about how I'm moving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one of the thoughts are also um, my future plans. Yeah. So I could say over the last two years since lockdown, it, my situations have it's not as sweet as it was before. Yeah, of course. So obviously, my some of my short term goals and long term goals. I've had to shift slightly. Yeah. And even me thinking about fatherhood, because I've always told you, I think you and me on two different spaces, I would have a kid now. Yeah. I would love to have a child now. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm one of those people that tries to be more realistic in the sense that you need to have this in place. You mm. need to have this in place. You need to have this patterned. Mm. So with the way the economy is going, it has made me think more about, can I stick to my usual thought process of being so prepared or do I follow what others have advised me in the past about there's some things you just you can't prepare for everything? Because I think I've had, um, how do I explain it? Um, older people that I respect mm. speak to me and say, you can never be fully, fully prepared for kids. And sometimes you just have to jump in mm. and you will find a way to survive. I, oh, I, I'm, I've never been a fan of you find a way. I'm someone that likes to be in control. I like to have things mm. in place. I like to be patterned. Or you play percentages. Yeah. And that's that's part of being in control. It's like I know, okay, I'm good here. I'm good. like you. You're not, not going to have control of everything, but you know you have things in place. You're, and I'm going into eyes wide open. I know there's a sixty percent chance of me busting this. Yeah, I'm gonna live with failing with forty percent. I'm yeah. gonna live with that. Whatever the percentage is, I'm happy with it. Yeah, yeah. And with me, I need a large percent. That's just me as a person. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I need a large percent of like I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the way things are going now, I've had to start to maybe think about readjusting my thought process because. I'm working towards fixing certain things, mm. but it's no guarantee when it's going to happen. Yeah, 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 how long yeah. is it going to take? Yeah, and we're actually getting to the stage where we've been talking and talking about our friends and all that stuff. Yeah, what the old people now? What the, the people we re- re- reminiscing about back in the day? Do you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. remember when we were school doing this? Yeah, yeah. Do, you know what's funny? You know, you know, you're you know you're part of the older lot when you're reminiscing. Is not even back to school? It's back to at 25. What we're we doing at 25? Yeah. yeah. That is when you know. Oh, you get. That's when you know. That's when you clock. Like when I think about our our trips to Vegas, that's we're approaching in a decade. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like that's when it's like, oh shit. And I can understand why people were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I understand that when I'm at parties. I remember when I was at my um, my niece's birthday. And then uh, I think it was her 10th birthday. Um, and the kids were running around and the kid tapped me on the leg. He's like, Uncle. Uncle? Can you get my balloon from the ceiling? I said, get out of here, man. <laughs> I'm not the uncle. <laughs> I'm not the uncle to play police and discipline kids yet. I'm the uncle just chilling, eating in the corner, laughing and joking. So, um, yeah, I can completely understand, like, even for me, when I see the cost of living, I can sympathize with the whole, like, you need to know how like you are to succeed. When it comes to, like, having kids and being a father, I for me, obviously, 
Um, I'm not a father. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to be an uncle to two beautiful girls, but I've never been an uncle. Is like you get to do the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I, mean? I haven't gone to a parents' evening, and like, I had to do the hard graft of like budgeting and like planning, and you know, you have this set, you have a set expense. Every 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 term you'd get new pencils, school uniforms getting ripped up, all of that. I don't know that pain in it. But one thing is like I hear I've heard people say, Oh, you know, you just jump into parenthood. But for me it's like I wanna jump into it comfortably. I understand that. I fully understand that. I'm I'm, I'm on the same wave. That, I know that parenthood's gonna be hard regardless of money. I know that already. Yeah. But you if you can solve If one, I can solve one aspect of it or address one aspect of it, I'd rather do that and Okay, but here's my question to you. We're getting older, all that stuff. Mm. Do you think you have the time to think like that? I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be quite candid and say, as a guy, I think I do right now. When you have a woman in your life, if you have, a, if you, okay, so let's address the first. If you have a woman in your life, obviously, we all know about the body clock. And yeah, that's important. And even, I think men need to take accountability. A hundred percent. So if you're dating someone that you're your art age, your 30 and your, your partner is like within, you know, a, two, three years. two, three years around you. So older or younger than you. Cool. you got to take that into consideration. Now it's more in my face because it's like, even when I'm at work, um, they talk about like different benefits and like, free, and like you've got more colleagues around you of that freezing eggs and you're just like, you're just more aware of it. You're 100%. Um, now, when you're in that situation, for me, my time... My time, not speaking about a woman's time, but my time is kind of, I feel like I've got plenty in it. Okay, so here, here's my thing. If you're in a situation you're talking about, yeah, mm. your time is her time to an extent. Yes. It's shared, it's shared time It's now. shared time. That's one thing people need to understand. Yeah. yeah, you could say it's not me, but if you're in this relationship- Yeah, I've got to have it with her. Because you might get older. It's not your okay, time, basically, yeah? But then if her clock is getting harder and it's hard for her to have a child, now you're pissed. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah, that's number right. one. Number two, okay, great. As men, we can hold out longer, but don't you want to have the energy, the strength to be able to look and play with the kids? Because that's a bit we forget. Yeah, we have the time, as in we can do what we're doing. Well, energy is also, yeah. Yeah, because think about it. Even now, even at our age now, we still got plenty of energy. But tell me now, do you have the same energy as five years ago? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Even probably, bro, you even said some of the holidays you went on, you cannot do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Older dad. Like if you if you took if you if you took my body now and you put us in the time machine, me and you, you, you put us in the time machine and you're like and you took us back to whatever year we went to Amsterdam or Vegas with the boys, I don't think I'll survive the whole trip. Okay. So here's a question for you. Even raving at night, do you like it? I don't rave. I don't rave either, but we used to rave on occasion and we could go for we can go home at three, four AM. But even, like, even even talking outside the party I could do for two hours. Bro, am I doing that now? Uh, let me go to my bed. Mm. Our energy is our energy is not the same, and people. And also, I was speaking to one of my boys, and he's had a kid, and he's older than me. He's three, 33, three years older than me. Yeah, yeah. He was even saying like he doesn't even have the same patience anymore. Mm. He said he's now in the place where he's more stuck in how he is, and like he I haven't got the same patience as I used to yeah. when I was younger. So although he finds himself, you find yourself thinking you're going to be a laid back dad, turning that actually, you're actually quite strict. Yeah, so it's mm. like. We may physically be able to do a lot of things, but energy levels, all this stuff, it's not the same. It's true. And also, I think the longer you wait is there's so many things that can come into place. You might get into a new high-pressure job. 
Mm. Now you might even want to do it. There's so many things that come to play. Sometimes I feel like, although I'm, I'm more on the wave of be as prepared as, as possible and take away, alleviate as much pressure as you can, let's say we financially and all that yeah. stuff. There are going to be times where circumstances like now, we didn't see, we're not in a recession now, but pro, we, might as well like, yeah, we might as well be. Yeah. We might as well be. Yeah. Like, we, we never thought, two years ago, we, we wouldn't be sitting here thinking, would have lived, lived through a lockdown. The price of money has just gone down the drain. Yeah. Cost of living has basically doubled, mm-hmm. tripled. Yeah, petrol—it's almost three times the amount of what it used to. Be. Well, not three times, but it's, it's dumb crazy. Yeah, 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 you don't know how life is going to take you. So sometimes, if trying to prepare for certain things, you don't know this thing. Like we said already, there's certain things we can't control. Mm. So I'm going down. To, um, I think I've had to shift slightly my thought process in. Hmm. Maybe I can't be as rigid as I want to be. True. I hear that. And I understand the flexibility of like, especially on a day like fatherhood, Father's Day. I understand the whole flexibility of approaching it with like, you know, shit's going to happen, shit's going to happen. I guess I've got that, um, that PTSD of like, I don't want to struggle or I don't want my partner to struggle. I don't think that will happen, but I just want to, I just want to be sure Everything is in an environment, an environment conducive to raising a kid, plural kids, in a more in the best environment. But you can never help that in the best environment, some kids still turn up fucked up. Yeah, but no, I'm with you 100 percent on what your original statement was. I'm I'm exactly the same. But the cost of living does it. It had I do look at it and laugh and say, like I did laugh to myself the other day, like ha, <laughs> since uh, pre, uh since the pandemic, even after the pandemic. When was the last time I was invited to a big um, trad wedding? Like, economy's tight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even that, like, you can just see, like, the, the status quo of life is, things are just smaller. People, and everyone's feeling it. And everyone's feeling it. Like, even me, I understand that. I, I applaud that. Like, wow, like, people that are not in a position to do a massive, lavish wedding anymore. They're just doing more closed, more intimate. Because right now, I'm not trying to feed a thousand people. Not in, not in this economy. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to pay whatever, whatever. And I can even see it with, if that was the case, I'd rather put that focus or that that finance into after the wedding, starting a family. But the funny thing is, and it goes back to the phrase you use, um, pressure can build diamonds or sometimes it can grind you to dust. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes having a kid can actually make someone grind even harder. True. But then... That's in terms of the pressure of having a kid and not being able to provide can kill you. But that's, what I'm try- but that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, for example, you went through the whole pandemic happened, you got made redundant. Well, God forbid, God, it didn't happen. But in the ultimate universe, what if you had a kid? Yeah. And that happened. That's mad. And obviously, that was some people's reality. That's true. 100%. That's true. And all, all I'm saying is, that could happen to me at any time in my life. Mm-hmm. Not cool, it doesn't happen. But that could happen to me any part of life. I could be super exec, running my own business, whatever, at the top of my, at the peak of my powers, it all goes, and yeah. that's true, that can happen. But I'm just saying, in that an environment such as that, it's like, could you wait even until you're in a more secure... But then again, like I said, it goes back to, you can never be prepared for that scenario anyways. Mm. You can be prepared as you can, like let's say you have savings and that, but yeah, regardless, yeah. if you have the kid now, it's five years on the line, it can happen in five years now, and it might not happen now. Mm. You might have been prepared for it to happen five years prior because you're in a better job and situation. 
True, 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 true. Everyone true. has their ups and downs. I think that's the bit of life everyone has to accept. You're going to have your times. I think once you understand that, you can better navigate the seas out of life. Do you know what I'm saying? So going back to kind of that original like cost of living and like fatherhood, do you think that's a real... Has that actually given you that? Not delayed your plans, but does it give you a, a case of like real food for thought? Like, no, this is a... It's a real sh- this is real shit. Like, this is not just about my grocery shopping or my petrol. This is like, this might just adjust how I move. Or is it like, nah, that's, that's never going to deter me from what I do in life. Because that, we could talk about careers, we could talk about uh, utility bills and all that, holidays and clothes, but like life trajectory, like fatherhood, marriage, does it, does it actually make you think? Because even me, I'm saying cost of living, imagine trying to shop for an engagement ring. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know now the engagement ring that you could afford is like is like half a carrot smaller. Do you know what I mean? Like we say jokes, but we're just saying like it's you know facts. what I mean. Um, to be honest, I think it it changed my perspective depending on my because I'm not gonna go too deep into my personal circumstances. Yeah. But it just it depends on my personal circumstances. Because mm-hmm. one thing I've done is I feel like it's funny because how I break this down, it's like. Now, when the economy is tighter, mm. I just move as I move because I've adjusted to how things are. Okay, I know things are more expensive. I know mm. I can afford this here and there, so I'm able to just adjust. Okay, and I think I'm. I always say I'm the adjuster. So regardless of my environment or whatever, I'm going to adjust. Yeah. So whether I have a kid or not, it's not really going to change anything. Okay. However, my circumstances personally, where I'm at. Um, let's say what job I have or mm-hmm. how much money I have at the time mm-hmm. and then obviously the economy plays a part Yeah, that will then determine how I'm thinking more than okay. just the way the economy is I'm not gonna yeah. I wouldn't allow that oh, because the economy is tight and I don't want a kid now nah, I wouldn't be like that yeah. or just be more of like I've got to adjust it's like you were saying again it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning you could be honest with yourself if you had money before or the economy was sweet and you could buy you could spend 15 or 10 on a ring now you could spend 5 or whatever bruv you got to do it at the same time you just need to do what makes sense yeah 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 gotta adjust I, I do feel I do feel um, I do feel sometimes some scenarios people feel like that aspect should be economic risk free so in terms of like the economy shouldn't dictate whether you can get the 10k ring or the 15k ring okay then you do go brothers <laughs> but that's like, I'm at that point where I would just be honest and transparent and say, yeah, the cost of living is gonna make me, it's gonna make me pattern up on that part. Of That's side. what I'm saying. It makes me, it's making me pattern on every other part. That part everything of my else life. has to the same. So romance can't then be like, oh no, that's gonna no 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 impossible, impossible. And I think when I look at social media sometimes and all that, and I see how people say social media affects the brain, we were applauding people for the sense that a lot of people are being more honest and transparent that economy is tight. Yeah, even see people who are in the top one percent, top all that stuff saying. Yeah. Petrol prices are crazy. Yeah. Even 50 Cent is banning me about petrol. Yeah, yeah, And he's yeah, got yeah. mad though. Yeah. So if he can ban about how much petrol is, how can we, how, how are we talking Why about? Why are too proud to say it? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do feel like mm. there's a lot of ego when it comes to money, like I was saying before, where people are like, they want to still act like they can do what they can and all that mm. stuff. They're worried about how they're perceived and all that. But I feel like you just have to be honest and be able to just be real. And I think you should. And you shouldn't care too much what other people think. I think you know what is. I don't think it's people. I think it's, I think it gets to into that perspective as a guy. Came what 
the opposite sex and more specifically the person you're seeing or entertain or whatever thinks. Yeah. There, there is that thing of I need to show I can provide, protect, provide, whatever, make people prosper in your environment. And I can understand, you know, we used to have a joke off air about a woman going to a... Uh, I a, said the joke. It's not a joke, but you said something like... I said it. It's not confirmed, but I said it. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a joke. Let me hear what you said first before I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm not going to reveal <laughs> what you really say. Uh, All I'm saying is, you told me the story about that a woman went to a singles mixer and there was only women there. But I say that to say, I preface to say, obviously, if you're in committed relationships, you should be able to be transparent and say, economy's tight. Like, if you two can't be frugal together, get out because you're not going to improve. That's, yeah. that's my thing. If you can't be frugal together, if you don't understand what time it is with your partner, it's. I personally, and who am I to say that? True. But I could only say, if you can't be on the same page when it comes to that, when the economy's actually a shit show, uh, I just feel you're signing up to something mad in life, innit? Yeah. Because um, you can't kill yourself. As much as... Um, you can't come and kill yourself or kill each other. Yeah, because as much as you... you we only speak for men. It's like, obviously, there's a stereotype of what a man's supposed to do. And I'm, I subscribe to that to an extent. You have to be realistic. You can't come and kill yourself on a lie or something you can't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But where where going back to that story you said, I can understand if you're a guy and you're single or you're caught in how how you how you can feel a bit self too self-aware or your self-esteem can be impacted like, okay, is the cost of living gonna really impact how I caught someone? Cause I can understand how you feel like, ah. I would say it should. But then I can understand why technically it can't. Because, you know, if you're really trying to court people... No, nah, I think that's a you problem. You think it's a you problem? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bruv, I, I understood from when I was young. So you understand... Yeah, but you're young now. No, but when I say young, I mean, even though I was younger, like proper, like in my 20s and all that stuff. Yeah, but it was... Early, no, no, I, I know, but I'm saying even when I was in my early 20s. You go to Vegas? Bro, she's... No, 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 but you're living a different no, life. No, no, let me... I don't know this guy's talking about anyways. <laughs> but... When I was even like, oh, everyone had, like, same way now, everyone's had up and down. So there's times where I lost my car, cool. things people were down, a lot of stuff was happening one year. I was like, oh, cool. I remember me and my boy were talking, I was like, yo, right now my car's written off, this and that, I've got to sort this out, i got this out. And mm. we're like, yo, I'm not going no linkages to I sort my whip and sort out this. Yeah, I hear that. It's simple because I knew I couldn't do it. I know, but that's so if, if different I, dynamic. A, no, but I'm saying as a kid, if I'm aware of if that. I'm looking for a wife. But I'm saying as a kid, if I'm aware of that and I had no responsibilities, as a grown man, if you know you've got responsibilities and stuff and you can't do what you've got to do, then don't do it. Simple. By, all, by all means. Or adjust. And the person you try to adjust for can't take it, then test the game. 100%. But the market is competitive right now. The market's competitive. Let's take it back. Your to stocks are low. Okay, no, forget stocks. No, but your stocks are low. Okay. Your, let's take it to analogies. You both watch football. Come on. Cool. Nah, or we could take it to basketball. But for people that tend to watch us, take it to UK sport football. Cool. You're Ed FC, I'm Melly FC. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, th- we, there's a player. It's called uh, Beyonce. Beyonce uh, does her thing. You're really enjoying this, isn't it? <laughs> she does her thing. Beautiful, um, humble. Everything you got, you know, we say the qualities of like, you want to basically build something with this girl. Cool. Now, you put a bid in and you offer her a contract. You offer like a little 10k a week benefits, all that stuff. Say, you know what, join the club, whatever. 
And I come and I'll be like, I'll offer you 50k a week, blah, blah, blah. Join the club. You're going to make you the star player, blah, blah, blah. Going to win championships together. What club is she going to sign for? Cool. And I'm not saying that it's about, I'm just saying that in terms of what you can offer the person. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I'm saying if you're a single guy right now, we spoke about Father's Day, fatherhood or whatnot, and you're in a place where you're like, you know what? I got everything I want in my life. It's a girlfriend. So what are you going to do? You said, oh, you just got to stick to your, your status quo, whatever, whatever. But I do feel like people in that actual situation, the thing that we don't appreciate or you're not appreciating is that it's, it's, it's competitive. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not appreciating that, but okay, what's your point? Like, if I want to move on to the next phase of my life... But you can't offer 50. Facts are facts. That's the end of it. Mm. And it goes back to what I was saying, be honest and be realistic with yourself. Anything else is your own problem. It's your problem. So that's when you just, what? You just be having to take anything offer, that's left? No, you offer the deals you can. And if it's not banging, then you keep going. I, can't, I, don't, I really don't understand. So you're telling me... If I can only offer 10k deals, I'm only offering 10k deals. But what if you could offer 50 where you got a stretch? Mm-hmm. Okay, but am I willing to take the consequences? That's the question. Are you right now? Would you? Would you no, say I won't take the consequences. A woman that you think that you can like, give her a couple years, you know, you're going to be there. Because remember, I, I look at it from perspective as as any person that life is always it's an upward trend in it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be in a position that like, I'm going to ascend. Right now, I'm not where I'm going to be, right? mm-hmm. where I want to be. Oh, well, I will be because I'm backing myself to get there. So you wouldn't offer someone, you wouldn't court someone in a way that, you know what, I know this is going to pay off in the end. Okay, but I don't know how long it's going to take for, for me to pay off. And it goes back to what I was saying before. I'm a type of person that I like to go based on control and what I know. Cool. I can't do that knowing that, okay, I'm betting on myself that I'm going to be back in my, or this, or I'm going to be up here. And yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not guaranteed when. So I'm mm. not going to do it on, on a fake basis. I'll offer my contract that I can. And I'll just be me. Mm. And if it works, it works. If the person can't take it, they can't take it. It's, it's life, man. So your contract, let's say to Beyonce, NFC, uh, <laughs> four dates a month, uh, two trips a year, uh, obviously personality, whatever, whatever you want to add. Cool. You offer that. Cool. I offer Beyonce. Um... You know what? Weekly date nights, cool, calm. Um, and four trips abroad a year. Um, and engagement in 18 months. Okay. I'm so confused. I'm trying to say, yeah, that we're not, like, the guys that are out here in the cost of living and they're trying to court women, they're, that <laughs> the landscape is brazy. Okay, but you can't offer what the other guy can offer. That's the game. I really don't. I like nothing going to change my mind. <laughs> so you're just going to be missing out on on Beyonce's like because of the cost of living. If you can't afford it, then yeah, wow. live within your means. Anything else is a, a breezy to me. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. But loneliness is real, my guy. Well, yeah, cool. You, you offer your contract, yeah. Twelve months in, nothing's improved. She leaves. What, what are you left with? Mm. That's the game, though. Yeah, and then Mister Ten K. You know what I'm saying? The Mr. 50K comes along and she goes, bro, it just, anyways, all of that, I'm just saying, everyone should just, you know, be realistic and be honest with themselves. Simple. True. Uh, I've got a um, question. Go we can end the pod on, to be fair. Okay. It's one of my scenarios, um, okay. old school ones. It's actually a show I was watching. You know, I like to watch my shows, mm-hmm. isn't it? 
And it, it actually stays in theme with the fatherhood. The fathers actually, it's about fatherhood or parenting, how you want to take it. Yeah. So, made up scenario. Mm. Your child is diagnosed with social, a sociopath. Okay. Yeah. I know there's an actual um, psychological term for it, but in the, the social. Well, the, the PC term now is um, neuro- neurologically diverse. Okay, if that's what it is. But you're saying like, let's keep to your thing. Is a sociopath like a like a bad person? No, they have the tendency to be like so. You know, oh, um, someone with a sociopath is actually a psychological condition, and it's you can see the traits on them from young, where they have disregards for human life, don't really care. It's actually oh, a psychological thing, and then you can work on it to help them. But usually, sociopaths aren't just people that just want to do it. It's, they're neurologically that's how they're programmed. That they don't have a care; they just want to do. Yeah, so you know what, I'm saying like that kid from Stranger Things. I don't watch Stranger Things. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so you have a child that mm-hmm. has the has the um displays those um sociopathic tendencies. Okay, cool. And you have another child. Mm-hmm. Okay, normal, cool, whatever. Cool. If you were made aware by a psychologist, a psychiatrist, psychiatrist or whatever, mm-hmm. of a child's um display them tendencies, would you give up the child to protect your other child? As in, give up the child to adoption. No, it could be they have to go on some kind of care. They can't stay with you. They have to remove them from the oh, family. Oh, yeah, 100%. Would you do it? Yeah. 100%. Because to prote- you said, the first thing you said was protect. And that's why there's no doubt in my mind. Cool. But as a parent, obviously we're not parents. But do you feel it'd be that easy? Because I was watching the show and basically... Um, yeah, it wouldn't be easy because it's my kid. And the kid is not harm. The kid is harmless currently. In my understanding... If, if the kid is not harmless and it's actually a danger now and someone comes to me and says, look, we're going to have to put the kid in an institution. No, but basically he hurts his brother, but it's like, he doesn't mean, he does stuff where he, he hurts people. It's like, yeah, yeah, if he's hurt, he's, if he's hurt the, my other child. Let's say seven years old. If eight, he's seven years old and he's starting to get his strength and he's growing and I, and me and my, my missus can't manage it, we're going to have to need support. If the person saying, yo, we need to, they belong in a special institution where they can be properly supported, and their uh, psychological um, deviation from the the norm can be supported. Yes, like you, like I said, like fatherhood, one of the what protect, provide, whatever, make everyone prosper around you. When you said protect, there's no doubt in my mind the risk that the other child can harm the other one, and in that self harm because that child don't want to harm anyone. Mm-hmm. I just want to take that like assume that. You do, you do harm to someone, you're going to harm your future in it. I can't risk that. No chance. I'll be doing a disservice to my other child then because I didn't put them in the best position to be safe because I compromised it because of my own feelings. Mm. And that's the oh, that's the ultimate. That'll be me, the fact. Not but feelings, that'll be the fact. Facts. I compromised someone's safety because I didn't want to make an uncomfortable decision emotionally. Okay, that makes sense. What if you didn't have a second child and just the one child? And you made the way. Would you give it up? Would you give um that child to go into some oh, kind of care? That's tough, man. Um, I'll probably really be leaning on my wife on that one. I think it'll be. Oh, I know it sounds like a punk answer, but I think I'll be le- really leaning on my wife on how she feels. I'll really be. Leaning, I'll, I'll have to see how she feels, and then I can then formulate how I feel. Because if it's a case where my wife's at her wit's end. 
I gotta make it. I gotta support something that can make sure that she, her mental, is calm. And now I'm not sending the kid to jail. And I'm not. I'm from my understanding. I'm not sending it to where they're gonna suffer. If someone's just sending them away, but honestly, I know this sounds like a, a coward answer, but I got I got to defer to my missus. I got to be like, how do you? It's just like, cause then again, I could say, oh yeah, I'll send them away. And my missus says no. Well, then the kids not go nowhere. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's very much an impact of, I'm assuming that, you know, old-fashioned, my missus probably spends more time with the kid than I do. I've got to defer to her, man. Yeah. I've got to def- If I spend more time, she's got to defer to me. But whoever is the nurturing, the more, more time, if that kid is, put- is pulling out my missus' hair or she's, uh, you can restless nights, you know, you said example the kids seven, yo, like your missus ain't gonna be um what you call it, uh, Xena the warrior princess, isn't it? At a certain point, your kids are gonna start thumping your missus. Like, you know what I mean? That's just the funny part of it, you know. Your kids, especially as they grow, they're gonna be too strong for your missus, you're gonna be too strong for yourself. Um, yeah, I gotta defer that. I gotta defer, I gotta defer, man. I gotta defer. But that's not my portion. Yeah. But I got defer it. I got defer it. But both times, so the first instance, I'm the hundred percent because you take yeah, protect yeah. protect uh, is the priority, no matter how emotionally upsetting that is. Um, and the second one, I'm de- I'm deferring to my missus. I'm saying, what do you want to do? I think I'm sending the kid away in both instances. It was your missus was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna agree with it. Oh, swear. Yeah, I'll overrule it. I think on that one. Is, well, she's the one that spends most, most time with it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. No, it's nice. Swear. Especially if we're ill-equipped. You know what it is? Because I feel like the certain stuff, especially like with social... Again, it's just an example and stuff. But I feel like the certain circumstances where if you know a child needs help, feelings is so easy for you to look or feel like you can handle it the best way possible. Because it's your child. You love yeah. the child. You're going to feel like, I can do this, I can do this. We can help it. We can help the child to do I feel like there's certain things where it's going to be like as uncomfortable or as sick as it might make you. What is the best thing to do? I think in those type of situations where they need psychological help, yeah, I would just say, yeah, you know what? That's the way to go. That's true. It'll be hard though. It'll definitely be hard, but um, damn, man. Couldn't you think of something more positive? I was watching the show. I couldn't just... <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was watching comedies, man. No, I was watching. I was, I was bare confused, thinking, "Bro, I've sent the kid up, but I'm, the mum, the, the dad did not want to get." Oh, I understood, man. I was into this shit. Man. <laughs> Speaking of shows, what are you watching? Oh, Chicago Med. Chicago Med. Yeah, it's really a sitcom. No, it's a sitcom. It's not a sitcom. What's it called? What do you it's call those things? Is it like um, it's a TV show? Isn't it like it's not a sitcom. It's a a series drama series yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chicago mid bro I, don't ask don't ask, don't ask. <laughs> how I end up in that place I don't ask, don't ask, don't ask. Um, don't what, am I, what am I watching man I'm not watching anything man um, I've been telling myself I'm going to cancel my Netflix I'm going to cancel my Netflix oh Hustle's on Netflix recently that movie the I liked movie. it I, was, yeah, I, really liked I, like, I really enjoyed that yeah, so um, yeah. but I, I think after Stranger I said this I know I've said this but I said after Stranger Things okay Netflix is done. They're dead to me. It's over. It's over. I can't. Like, you need a Netflix. You need a Netflix. Why? You just need it. It will it, it, it just provide something at certain times. I barely watched that. 
Um, cost of living, remember? Got to start saving for fatherhood. <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh, man. Uh, that brings us to the end to the episode. Trust me. Uh, want to thank our guests for coming. Really appreciate. I appreciate. I'm you have anything be... to plug? Nah, you know. <laughs> I really appreciate you lot for having me today on today's episode. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man. Hopefully, we can get you back on the on the pod. <laughs> yeah, soon. I might not be here next week. Save it for fatherhood. Petrol's expensive. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, but um, uh, no, I gotta say I got a shout out to Melly. You know what? Um, everyone's been going through stuff, and you've been holding it down. So I got to shout you out. Been doing your thing still. You know, keeping it afloat. You know, you know my guy. Um, but yeah, man, let's sign out, man. Can you take us out? Oh yeah, um, everyone. Well, just <laughs> <laughs> saving for fatherhood. We're trying, isn't it? Um, obviously. Um, like I said, shout out to Melly. Um, we're going to try and be as consistent as possible. Obviously, as you can see with the new format, there might be two of us on, three of us on, all four of us on at times. But apart from that, we appreciate that everyone's still been following, rocking with us. Hopefully, we can come to a place where things are great and everyone's back together on a full time basis. But uh, I just want to say thanks and keep sharing the pod, keep listening, and anything you want to shout shout us about, do so. Hit us on the podcast on the Insta or the Twitter, and you get podcast. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, sign out. Ed. Melly. That's a really short register, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so me doing the episode of our side, just me saying Melly, yeah, signing out. Me, me, just me, just me, just me and Amma. Me and Amma. Shout out Amma, man. Shout out Amma. She really, she really holding it down. Yeah. Why don't you shout out Rizzy? You're fucked. Uh, shout out Rizzy. That's my dad. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy, yeah, man. Come on. Fuck, yeah. Rizzy, you know you're my guy. Come on, bro. And shout out Spree for coming on last week. That's my guy as well. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Sign out, you get podcasts.